Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, y'all. We're rerunning two episodes today. Enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we flip through the book of history and bring you a new page every day. The day was May 23rd, 1618. Catholic regents Vilim Slavata and Yaroslav Borjuta of Martinice were found guilty of violating the Letter of Majesty, and they and their secretary, Philippe Fabricius, were thrown out of the window of the council room of Prague Castle. The Letter of Majesty was a document that Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf II signed that granted religious liberties to Protestant and Catholic citizens living in the estates of Bohemia. The regents and Fabricius came out of the defenestration with no serious injuries. But the act did tip off a Bohemian revolt against the Habsburg Emperor Ferdinand II and lead to the Thirty Years' War. The first defenestration of Prague happened on July 30, 1419. Defenestration just means throwing someone or something out of a window. In that incident, Hussites, or followers of the religious reformer Jan Hus, broke into the new town hall in Prague to free imprison Eutychists, or Hussites who believed that the laity, like the clergy, should receive the Eucharist under the forms of bread and wine. Laity just means the common people who weren't part of the clergy. The radical Hussites threw several city councilors out of the window, killing them. The first defenestration is considered the first violent incident in the Hussite Wars. Eventually, the Catholics and the Eutychists came to a peace agreement. 
But what's known as the second defenestration of Prague came two centuries after the first. By the end of the Hussite Revolution, there were three estates in the Bohemian Diet, the Lords, the Knights, and the Burghers. Bavarian King and Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian II said he would tolerate religious denominations that accepted the Bohemian Confession of 1575, a document that attempted to satisfy everyone in Bohemia and allow religions to coexist peacefully. But Maximilian II did not formally act on the confession before his death. After Maximilian's son, Rudolf II, became king, he signed the Letter of Majesty. The letter gave freedom of religious practice to the Eucharist, the Roman Catholic Church, the Unitas Fratrum, and Lutherans who accepted the confession. Bohemia was still officially Roman Catholic, but people of other religions were permitted to worship as they wished. The letter was intended to be a framework for religious peace, and Catholics and Protestants did largely get along in Bohemia for several years. But in 1612, Rudolf's brother Matthias became Holy Roman Emperor. In 1617, subjects of the Archbishop of Prague built Protestant churches at Harab and Braumov on land that the Catholic clergy claimed. The archbishop ordered the churches be closed, and King Matthias upheld this order. Protestants claimed the land was royal, and they saw this as a violation of their religious liberties. And in 1617, Ferdinand, Archduke of Austria, was elected king of Bohemia. Ferdinand wanted to restore a Catholic empire, and he stacked his council with staunch Catholics. So Protestants in Prague called an assembly. Catholic regents Vilem Slavata and Yaroslav Borgita were put on trial for violating the right of freedom of religion. On May 23, 1618, Slavata and Borgita were found guilty and thrown out of a window with their secretary, Philippe Fabricius. They fell about 50 feet, or 15 meters, to the ground. But they did not fall to their deaths. They landed in a pile of horse manure and survived. Catholic officials claimed the miraculous survival was the doing of angels. For the next two years, it was the mostly Protestant Bohemian estates against Emperor Ferdinand II and the Catholic Holy Roman Empire. That conflict culminated in the Battle of White Mountain, where Ferdinand II and the German Catholic League defeated Frederick V. Ferdinand soon started executing rebel leaders, confiscating land, and expelling Protestants he issued a new constitution that created an authoritarian government in Bohemia. The Thirty Years' War, which ended in 1648, evolved from religious conflict between Protestant and Catholic states and into a war involving most of the major European powers. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you'd like to learn more about this topic, you can listen to the episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called The Defenestrations of Prague. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow.
There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel like they're straight out of a movie, but they're all true stories. Join hosts Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab on Jewish History Nerds for a new season of intrigue, mystic realms, and bloody battles. In season three of these podcasts, you'll meet an ancient Arabian king who converted to Judaism in a struggle for power, a mysterious author who created amulets and performed Kabbalistic exorcisms, and a can't-miss story of a female Hasidic Rebbe whose story unfolds like a real-life Yentl to challenge societal norms. Jewish history nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Find out what happened, how it happened, and why each story still matters today. Don't miss Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab. Find Jewish History Nerds wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Toyota believes in the power of personal choice for reducing carbon emissions. Beyond Zero is their vision to go beyond carbon neutrality, and they're working toward it with a diverse lineup of electrified vehicles. And electrified doesn't just mean plugified either. Toyota offers more low and zero emissions vehicles combined than any other automaker, so you have choices that fit your lifestyle. Whether you want a hybrid EV that starts and handles like a traditional Toyota with better MPG, a battery EV that delivers a smooth, silent, clean ride, or a plug-in hybrid EV that goes between battery and fuel to give you the best of both worlds, Toyota has you covered. And for those of you who prefer hydrogen, Toyota's fuel cell EVs emit nothing but water vapor from the tailpipe. So cool. But it doesn't stop with vehicles. Toyota is decreasing its plastic waste, supporting water conservation efforts, and expanding programs that protect critical species, all to help reduce their environmental footprint and create a positive impact on society, giving you the choice on how to reduce carbon emissions. That's Toyota's Beyond Zero Vision. Visit toyota.com slash electrified vehicles slash beyond dash zero dash vision. Toyota, let's go places. Hello, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast where we rip out a page from the history book every single day. 
The day was May 23, 1951. Tibet signed the 17-point agreement, also known as the Agreement of the Central People's Government and the Local Government of Tibet on Measures for the Peaceful Liberation of Tibet. While Tibetans maintained that the agreement was signed under duress, Chinese sources claim that both sides supported the agreement as a legitimate contract. Tibet is bordered by Chinese provinces and autonomous regions in China. Though Tibet has long been involved in struggles with China, Tibetans have enjoyed considerable autonomy over the centuries. In 1913, Tibet proclaimed its independence after decades of rejecting attempts by Britain and China to establish control in the region. At that point, Tibet functioned as a de facto independent state, but China still did not recognize Tibet as an independent entity and continued to assert claims over areas in the region. In 1949, Mao Zedong proclaimed the founding of the People's Republic of China, a one-party state controlled by the Communist Party of China. The Chinese began asserting their presence in Tibet, calling for its liberation. The issue of Tibet was part of China's desire for a unified, powerful motherland and for freedom from imperialist influence. Most Tibetans were illiterate and life expectancy was low, in addition to most of the population being serfs and enslaved people owned by monasteries and nobles. China used these facts to justify the need for the liberation and reform of Tibet. In October of 1950, Chinese troops took control of eastern Tibet. The People's Liberation Army defeated the Tibetan army in battle at Chamdo. The Chinese government told Tibetan authorities to send delegates to Beijing to negotiate the peaceful liberation of Tibet. According to Tibetan sources, the Tibetan delegation was forced to sign the 17-point agreement, though the Chinese have rejected this notion. The document affirmed China's sovereignty over Tibet, effectively making Tibet a region of the People's Republic of China. The document included a preamble and 17 points. It claimed to guarantee Tibetan autonomy and to respect the Buddhist religion. It also called for the establishment of Chinese civil and military headquarters at Lhasa in Tibet. And it called for the development of Tibetan agriculture, livestock raising, industry, and commerce. There is controversy over the validity of the 17-point agreement. Since some Tibetans claim that the delegates did not have the authority to sign the document and bind the Dalai Lama or Tibetan government to it, they also claim that they were not allowed to make any alterations, though others have rejected this claim. In the following years, resentment against Chinese rule led to outbreaks of Tibetan resistance. China did not fully honor the agreement, including its commitment to preserve Tibet's political and religious institutions. In March of 1959, an uprising began in Lhasa against Chinese rule and pro-Chinese Tibetan officials. An alleged 85,000 Tibetans died in the uprising, though this number is debated. Disputes over the legitimacy of the agreement and China's adherence to it continue to cause conflict in China and Tibet today. Tibetans continue to protest mistreatment by the Chinese government, and tensions remain over Tibet's political status. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us via email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also hit us up on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow.
more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 